get your asses in here! Hey, hey! What's up? It's Azizu back again, and this is BBQ Big Brother Quarantine. With me as always, it's Jade! Hey guys, what's up? Alright, here with a special two-episode coverage here for you. We didn't get around to recording last week's eviction episode, so we're going to get all into that, and then we're going to get into the Sunday night episode, the continuation of the Head of Household and the nominations episode. So, week end of week three going into week four. Yeah, I'm excited. Let's get to it. All right, first we got to jump back to... The Janelle or Kaser eviction episode. Uh, obviously a big episode because uh, one of the legends was going home. We were almost positive it was going to be Janelle. And from the start of the episode, it was pretty evident to me. And everybody else, I was, I was almost wondering why production didn't tell Kaser to at least put on a sweater or something because the first shot you see when you turn on the episode is Janelle and she's all dressed up in in a what is it it's a light blue cocktail dress I love it it's so her yes and then Kaser's in athletic gear like everybody else so it couldn't have been more obvious where the vote was going yeah she looks so fancy like you know how like you want to like go out swinging and like swinging and look cute to go see Julie and if you like know you're gonna stay you're like you don't care how you look so yeah right so i mean we kind of knew it was coming but uh uh what did they get into as far as the uh the contents of the episode before we got there um okay let's see um Obviously, Kirsten and Janelle were reflecting. Obviously, the episode is fo- focusing a lot on them. I know um, that at one point, Janelle said that she would. She, she's obviously not going to go against Kaser, but she obviously is going to try and game hard to stay because that's the kind of player she is. I don't know if Kaser, Kaser necessarily said that. I feel like he was kind of more just chilling. Didn't you get that vibe? Yeah, I did. I really did. And, you know, it's just one of those things. Yeah, I mean, like, because it, it does seem like their personality, like, Janelle's more, like, hard force and Kaser is more, like, kind of laid back, cool guy type of thing. Right. And she was definitely um, campaigning for votes, Hit, him less so. Uh, I think he was reassured by a bunch of people you didn't even need to. And also he didn't want to. Like that's always been his player in the game. And this, uh, one of the big things that everybody was talking about was how this is the first time that he will be in the house without her, both in season six and seven, the first All-Stars season. He left the house twice in six and once again in all-stars before she did she was, remained in the house all three times he was evicted right yeah so um yeah that's something that was talked about during the episode too he was like i don't know what, like what i'm gonna do here like without you like i've never been inside this house without you and that's like so interesting in terms of their relationship because like you know there was that whole flashback of them and everything like oh like Casey said at one point like um, like this, like the game of Big Brother is like you put two normal people in the house of 
Freaks, I think, was the term he used, which is kind of weird, but, you know, it's like... Yeah, that was, uh, like, 2005, though, when uh, they first met, which yeah. is crazy. It's 15 years ago. I know, and they look so young in the flashback. Anyway, um, so, yeah, everyone's kind of talking about, like, who they want to keep. Um, I know that um, Davon and Bailey, especially Bailey, wanted to keep Janelle, but they're obviously in that big alliance with Enzo, um, Tyler, and Cody. And, you know, obviously, you know, they're, like, against Janelle, so that was, I know they were in a tough spot. Um, did you want to kind of elaborate a little bit? Yeah, and obviously not to surprise that the idea of the third straight girl going home came up and, like, yeah. that being a thing. But I've also heard, and not just from, like, Tyler and Cody and stuff, but I've heard it around the house that, like, sure, it can be seen as a thing, but it actually should be less of a thing. Like, you, you actually should view this as more of just, like, a people thing. You're with your team, and as long as that person's on your team, why are you worried about any gender going home? Like, everybody needs to leave for your team to go further, so, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. But also, like, you gotta think in, like, sorry, statistically, the more, like, of one gender goes, it's gonna be harder to beat, like, that, say, that other gender, like, continuing on. Right, like, right. Okay. Example, um, I can't remember which season it was, um, obviously it was when with Janelle, I think it, I, I know you know. So, okay, it was Janelle and Erica versus Will. That was All-Stars. That was All-Stars. That was at the end of All-Stars. Okay, yeah. And that was... Season 7, 2006. Yeah, Boogie's one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, two girls against two guys, and then it's technically two girls against one. But he still won, so I, I don't know. I mean, I guess, but yeah. Yeah, a little all over the place. My, uh, yeah, sorry. I, I thought I had a point, but I kind of got lost. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all right. Um, one thing I'm reminded, uh, having the episode on in the background, okay. was Actually, that... sorry. I just, I remembered my point. Okay, so initially, we'll get back to it, I promise. But, like, initially my point was, like, oh, yeah, it's, like, it's harder to like beat a gender if there's like more of say like a guys or more of a girls but statistically speaking in terms of the actual big brother game it's been talked about multiple times on and off the show the fact that you know obviously more guys have won so yeah that's that's it right 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 yeah um what was i gonna say oh uh, one of the things as we have the episode playing on in the background to get reminders is that Tyler did a diary room session and this was interesting in that um, he slightly regretted his nominations like he, he thought he, maybe there was somebody else bigger he could have gone after instead of these two and he felt like in the end like he actually did maybe take the too easy route and it was like it did almost work against him in the game because it was like yeah, these people talk and, you know, they are, they used to be threats to win, but they hadn't win this season. And that idea of she, she threw out to him of like, people are going to continue to go after me and I can be a shield for you. Like, I'm promising not to go after you. She'd promised Cody that too. She was like, I'll give you my wedding band yeah. and like, hold on to this. And uh, we're just seeing that scene again. So it's funny. I just rem rem reminded that. Uh, right. 
right off the bat. Yeah, no, it's a really interesting proposition, especially since, like, you know, like, it would have been cool to, like, really see that play out. And that's just, like, that's an interesting game move that, you know, obviously isn't going to happen now. But, you know, it's, like, those it's it's those choices where it's, like, oh, like, do you make, like, the easy move? And just, like, oh, like, yeah. let's get rid of them. Like, they're big threats. And I was, like hmm, like, maybe, and, like, I feel like this is also, like, half, like, for your game, and, like, you could say, like, oh, like, a convincing argument is, like, oh, like, it's for, like, America, like, wouldn't it be cool to, like, have, like, us continue and, like, team up, or, yeah. You know what America loves when you use the veto? (laughs) Yeah, one of my go-tos these days, but anyways, um, yeah, I know Tyler had mentioned, like, that idea of, like, you know, was this the best thing to go after? And I think, honestly, both this week and then the current week we're just about to talk about that we're currently in, I think players could come back to regret this because especially when you have both Janelle and Kaser claiming to people one this week and one the next week, they both claim, like you're okay and i'm going after floaters yeah like i can promise you safety they're gonna look back and be like why didn't we use them as a shield yeah right and no like for like individual like selfish reasons you could totally like change up your game that way if you have that person one on your side and two like yeah they're doing other stuff like for you and with you like, that completely changes the game to the point where it's not even at a point where you necessarily have to go after your own alliance because other people are doing it for you. And it's not going to be like... It's, what's probably going to happen in these next few weeks when uh, when other people, easy easy people in quotation marks, and supposed, you know, floaters go, it's going to be alliances breaking like every other season compared to something different and kind of cool, which I still love the show, but it'd be super cool to see that. Right, right. Yeah, it's hard to say what what point we get to, but they're going to have to get to a point. We talked about this while we were watching tonight's episode in that, okay, fine, you get you got out Janelle, you're going to get out Kaser most likely. Uh, I'd love to see something else happen and we'll get to that as far as like RD is for the uh, use of the veto and whatnot, but let's just say Kaser goes and then let's say they go easy for the next two weeks and go David and Kevin. Then what? Like, you're going to get to a point when it's like, you need to make a move. And it's like, they're starting to show that they're like not willing to. So they're going to be forced to the edge where it's like, literally there is no more time and you have to, completely no more hidden alliances no more i'm with this alliance and that alliance and this alliance you're gonna have to make yourself known and clear so i think that's what a lot of people are waiting for it's interesting there it's almost playing out you could almost call this like a like a cold war type season they're really trying to keep things calm in the house and they're trying to go with this so-called will of the house and like Nobody's mad because nobody's with Kaser. Nobody would be mad because nobody's with Kevin, you know? Right. Uh, nobody would be th- that mad. You know, there are some people that like David, but for the most part, they'd be okay letting him go. Once you get past that, then it starts to be like, 
what's next? Who's going to make that move? I think it's it's going to be have to be like this huge, big swing, you know? Right. Yeah, I know. While you were talking about all that, I was like going through everyone in the house. And I was like trying to think like scenarios. <laughs> scenarios. <laughs> we make a scenario for this. No, never mind. Um, <laughs> that was a throwback. Um, but no, like thinking of like scenarios of like, okay, say if like, okay, Kevin and then David go. I was thinking, oh, like maybe either like a Memphis or possibly even Ian or um, Davon or I don't know, Christmas. But there's just so many like ideas to where I'm like, I have this feeling and I know that Kevin said it early on that if whether or not like one of those people that I mentioned or even like on the other out- outskirts of their group nominate and actually evict Cody and Tyler, I could see them going far. Yeah, yeah. And that seems to be like the move that, you know, needs to be made, but will anybody make it? I can't remember if we mentioned this on an episode before, but it's worth mentioning again that Tyler, in a conversation with Bailey, mentioned, like, I understand what happened last time, and I'm really trying to make it up for you this time. And there was that whole talk last episode that we covered. We covered uh, the episode before the eviction last Wednesday's episode was the last time we recorded. And we covered this idea of Tyler wanting to be there for Bailey and make it right and things almost got blown up David was real sloppy and like throw Tyler under the bus to Bailey and Davon and they had to come check in with him and it was all bad for David but it was like Tyler even though he hasn't been like completely squeaky clean this this year like the whole problem with uh, trying to get Nicole to do the house meeting which would have been even worse for her so he hasn't been completely squeaky clean but I know you can tell, you can honestly, honestly tell. There's been no, like, back talk where she's not around. Uh, but he is serious about, like, making things right with Bailey and truly trying not to go against her. And he even mentioned that last episode on back on Wednesday, the idea of, like, what happened last time. And he said, I'm not trying to offend you, but... Y'all let one thing, like, blow yourselves up. And it was funny. She's like, no, you're right. That's what we did. Like, she she admitted it. And we knew that. But it was interesting to hear her say that. And he's like, I don't want this David thing to be, like, the one thing that, like, blows up our trust. Like, don't let this. I'm 100% honest with you. And, like, I think he really is. So, but he did say, my long-winded point was, he told her, like, I realize there's like, you won't ever be able to 100% trust me. So I would just ask you if you want to make a move against me, uh, try to get me out before jury so I can just go home to Angela. And I thought that was interesting because she's like, oh, yeah, I get you. But then like when the conversation ended, she's like, nope, like I'm going to need you in that jury house because you if I do make it to the end, I would need you to convince the word. jury for me <laughs> yeah put in a good word for sure yeah. that's smart which he though. would which he would yeah he would, even even if she was behind him getting out he would still he, he would still, still feels that the guilt season, yeah so yeah no there's definitely still like even as like minor as it may be like you can still carry still carry that guilt and like compared to anyone else like you, you can be like yeah i have a history with this person yeah sure like let's let like i should help her win type of thing um and also 
I think I um, can really appreciate how level-headed, for the most part, that Bailey is in this season. Um, I mean, like, I know that things were really rough for her, for her the last time and everything that she was going through. It was a really hard time, and considering how by herself she was. Um, but yeah, no, I think she's doing great this time around. Um, she's handling every obstacle that comes her way really well. And, um, she's very, like, I, I feel like I wasn't thinking, but, like, keen, keen-headed, like, level-headed. Like, she doesn't, like, let things, like, get to her as much or, like, she, like, talks stuff out to where she's, like, good about it. And I can really, I can really appreciate that. Right. And one of the things I think you, I wanted to, if you remembered the point, was to mention the whole David really screwing up okay, bad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I pa- I wa- I needed to pause it because like it was a good portion of the episode that it was focused on, because it's like a whole big mess that goes on that involves multiple people. Um, it involves David, Tyler, and Day. Um, can you explain it because my head's well? Kind of yeah, no, we almost did just did just a minute ago. Just we were talking about the whole that he's all over the place and throwing people under the bus and like creating a mistrust that shouldn't be there. Like one of the things was Tyler told Enzo, don't use the safety on Devon, even though she wants it. Cause I want to prove to her she's safe with me. And instead that got flipped into a thing of like, no, he's targeting you and stuff like that. And it was like, that wasn't what was going on. And like, why yeah. are you doing this? And yeah, I know. Um, it made it seem that, like, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, it made it seem like Tyler, was it Tyler, like, was it, like, Tyler that, like, was saying, supposedly, that, um, he thought that Day was flipping the votes against David? Yeah, going back to the eviction vote between Nicole and and David. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, like, and, like, which, that was hella weird, and, like, Okay, like, first of all, like, that's a really weird, like, idea to even come up and, like, why would you believe that, period, because of, like, how close, um, David and her are, so, like, I don't know why he just took that and ran with it, but, yeah, David, like, really screwed up and he knows it, um, to the point where, um, I think it was Bailey, Davon, and David were talking to the point where he, like, admitted the whole thing about Tyler and then, obviously, like, it blew up, and Tyler is, like, mad at David, and Day's mad at David, and yeah. Bailey, everyone's mad at David. Right. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, like, I know I screwed up, like, I just don't know what to do, like, yeah. I was and like... he called it rookie mistake, and then I know, like, there's yeah. a moment that they've been talking about on, um, I saw it once on Cliff Notes, and then other times I just caught it somewhere on social, the idea that, um... David actually caught, like, he he listened in on a group that included Christmas, like, where he was called, like, a rookie. They kept referring to him as rookie, rookie, rookie. And so I think he ended up, like, having to confront them about that, which is interesting because he does go on to... He keeps performing well in these competitions. He just hasn't gotten over the top. He's finished second a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and real quick, um, one of the things that... I remember that Janelle said about him at one point was that, um, he should be, like, on a, 
like on a newbie season that's right. like where yeah. like returning players come back like he shouldn't be on necessarily all-stars right a little out of his league i understand why they brought him back and he did deserve another shot but it should have been almost like when nicole james frank and davon came back like that like he should have been part of something like that with a new cast you know yeah because it's clear like right off the bat like memphis made it almost his mission we talked about this off wax too that he didn't like see his worth in the house as like an all-star like he wasn't up to the level as everybody else as far as even making it to the end of the game like with uh kevin even you got to remember he went all the way to the end with uh, jordan yeah so well, actually, he was the he did wasn't sit in the final two. He was he was the last evicted yeah. before the final two seating. So, yeah. Anyways, um, moving along in the episode, uh, it comes to the eviction vote, and the most interesting thing that happened was right off the bat, one of the first to vote was Danny. And you know she's with that big group. And she actually voted to evict Kaser. And I remember we were thinking like, oh my God, is it really going that way? If she's voting that way, that means Cody and Nicole and that whole group. Like, is Kaser about to be evicted, you know? Like, Janelle's in this thing. She's not going to be ready for the competition. And while we were all thinking that, it was so cool. Julie had like this, like, it kind of went like, well... You know, not only like viral, viral, like the the show, the show's like Instagram account is where I saw it, where she like turns to the screen and has like a fourth wall breaking moment with the fans where she's like, like, what is happening? Oh, my God. Because like it's cool, too, because like I, I think I don't know if I mentioned it before. Um, it might have been off the pot or on the pot. I'm going to say it again, if I did. Um, the fact that Julie's, like, a lot more interactive this season. And it feels it feels more like her as a person and her personality is, like, coming through. And it's, like, it was funny, like, that one moment, like, after Danny, like, votes, like, I choose to evict Kaser. And Danny's and um, Julie's, like, <gasps> yeah, like, that, that just described. And it's, yeah, like, she definitely- it's cool. That's not what uh, Julie expected. Yeah, and for she sure. Misses she misses Nicole even walking in. Yeah, and she has to like catch up, talking about like oh like Nicole and Janelle's relationship and how yeah and all that. Right. But um no yeah it's great. Um so yeah, and then Nicole does Nicole. say she she tries to at least make nice by seeing she chooses to uh, evict the legend Janelle but then Enzo's the third person to come in and he votes to evict Kaser and you're like that's two to one and then they went to commercial and I remember we were thinking like oh my goodness I can't believe this is the way it's going you know yeah I yeah it was funny during the commercial I was like oh my god like is it really gonna be like Kaser leaves before Janelle again like <laughs> yeah I was like I can't believe it's headed that way I I it would have been and, cool like, nothing on the show like just, like said that it was going that way you know right right 
And I was like, oh my goodness, this is one of those things like the, in the last hour before the show, like it somehow flipped. Everybody like was talking about the girl thing and who she's going after and we're okay with her and is that why? And then after we got back from the break, everybody else voted out Janelle. So that's the way that went down. Yeah, pretty much. And it's interesting too because... Um, we know things about, um, Danny and Enzo's vote. Well, Enzo mainly for the fact of, like, liking to throw, like, random votes out there. Possibly because of, like, uh, it's to like stir a, things to up. Mostly to stir things up, but also, like, possibly liking that person and just like, hey, like, sure, why not? Um, but yeah, mostly to stir, stir things up. Um, yeah, it's cute. Um... Christmas brought one of her stars in for her punishment, and that ended, so that was pretty cute. And she threw it to Cody. Cody was voting right before her, and as he exited, she threw the star at him, and he kind of laughed and handed it back to her. Yeah. And then David, instead of interacting with the star, did a dab. Yeah, um... I mean, I guess. You, I mean, it's better than doing nothing, like, compared to, like, oh, other Oh, yeah, I, I hate when they just walk in. Like, know. especially since you know at this point, like, they show the hallway for that specific reason. Like, they want you to do something. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Um, Julie's, like, all, like, you know. So, like, by a vote of, what is it, two? Either way, number? it's just two. Yeah. Like, to, to, you know, the other number. Whatever it was, nine or something. Something like that. Um, and then, yep, it's it's Chanel. And all the hugs goodbye. She looks amazing. Puts on the cute masks. Exits flawlessly. I gotta give her props. Like, everyone loves her. You know that. Like, I gotta, like, hype her up. Because, you know, she deserves it. Um... Yeah, even if they didn't want her there, they did recognize the legend, and they all did say that. Uh, Even her biggest rival, Nicole, who in the goodbye speech was like, oh, I guess you, like, you probably don't want to, so you don't have to come to my wedding and stuff like that. Which is, like, low-key pity, but whatever. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I... It's that, that their whole relationship is kind of like, uh, like, yeah. it's funny because they actually talk about it too. Um, Janelle talks about it in some interviews that we watched that I'll probably talk about in a bit. But, um, yeah, so Janelle exits and, you know, like, um, the past evictions, Julie's been talking to them and kind of doing like a mini interview, um, of her own, more in depth, more revealing. Um, she said, uh, you hear that? That's the sound of your fans. And it's interesting because obviously the whole week, the lead up to this, there was a lot of things on social. Like I couldn't even like avoid them if I wanted to, where it was like, we'll be so mad if Janelle leaves the show, this and that. We won't watch, your ratings will drop and all this and that. And it's like, they can only do so much, you know? What was the veto again that they didn't win was it the it was the cupcake stacking right yeah so i guess somebody was saying like it was they did something like that similar on the amazing race season so i remember so they it, it goes to show like they try to do what they can and i know you were saying you saw something about like oh um one of the reasons they don't like it was either zach 
or somebody because I think it was Zach yeah, it was because Zach. you were saying that he like revealed stuff about them like trying to like push things and make things certain way and I can't I I have actually no problem with that they gotta try but the one thing I can respect about the show is like they really can only do so much they can't force the house guests to keep Janelle because that's what the world wants like they still evicted her even though everybody wanted her to stay you know on the outside everyone loves her um in terms of julie's questions revealing um i think it was about the the votes first um votes and then the um who was in this uh, alliance and yeah, she obviously never knew that Memphis was in it which is shocking to her and the funniest part is Janelle says uh the New Jersey guy the the it's Enzo yeah it's Enzo <laughs> which is funny because like I don't know that's just like how you like see your house guests you know like even if you don't remember their names <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, and I mean, she's on live TV, so I'm sure, of course, she knows who it is, but it's funny, like, you would forget for a minute, you know? Yeah. That can happen sometimes, so. Um, interestingly, the photos they chose to put up behind her, like, she took other photos in the house where they could have captured other stills. A few of them look, like, way off guard and, like, I don't know, not the most flattering photos they put up behind her. Yeah, for real. Like, you think, like, on these, like, this big wall that's shown on TV that lots of people are watching, like, you think they'd choose, like, oh, like, nice pictures, but no, it's more, like, just really weird candids. (laughs) Yeah, like, half to the side, half not looking down type shots, and it's, like, really random grabs. Yeah, like, I swear, like, if I... If I saw that, I'd be like, oh my god, I don't look cute. Like, why? Yeah. So, yeah, Julie decides to reveal to her the first picture has Cody, Tyler, Nicole, and Danny. But then it gets revealed that Christmas in Memphis is in. And uh, it's interesting that Janelle's reaction is like, oh no, Kaser doesn't know. He doesn't know. she's hella worried about him. Yeah. On that note, uh, she leaves the house, and we did watch some other interviews with her. Those are interesting. Uh, One of them especially because she was so super casual. She was, like, sitting there leaning to the side, and even though it was, like, a video interview, she kept eating, like, uh, I don't know if they were, like, little chocolates or raisins or something. She was popping little treats during the whole interview. Yeah, originally the third grapes. I have no idea. It might be. It might be. Some snack. So, yeah. um, As far as those, it was just interesting to hear her talk about, like, she wanted to do it for the fans. This is most likely her last time, but she really would never say never. She has fun with it, and she does do it for the fans, and she appreciates her fans. And that's cool, because she knows it's real. And they talked about Janellacy, and that was, like, a thing from... 2005 or first season and like it's just remained <laughs> yeah i know for sure she knows that her fan base is very like bold and outspoken and that she like she appreciates them yeah and i don't know like i've talked a lot about this off wax too but nicole had a big thing to say like oh yeah don't bother to come to the wedding and it's like it's crazy like like I'm not going to take away from the fact I thought I, I really loved her in the past two seasons, especially the the one that Derek ended up winning. First 
that one. And then it's cool. She won that second one. I think she really did deserve it. I don't think she needs to prove that or justify that to anybody. But she's not nearly as fun of a player this time. And I don't know it's because, like, she had the guys last time and it was the whole flirting aspect. But she's so much more, like paranoid and a lot less fun she's just worried and either like crying or like whining about stuff this time and it's like it sucks like she may be worried like she's putting off a bad image but it's one of those things like I always talk about like if you if you think it like it will happen like don't make it happen like if you don't want to do it like don't do it and she's like so worried about like putting off a bad image she's putting off a bad image right yeah um i know that like she's like in her intro video i know we talked about it you know in the very first um pod was the idea of her like wanting to prove her win and that's not necessary at all because she won and like you don't need to prove anything to the fans like that's just like not a thing you know like that's to yourself like if anything prove it for yourself like you're back on the show just try and have fun like the stakes aren't that high like it's just a game it's literally reality tv like you're getting like paid to have like fun and compete against other people to get a bunch of money like yeah, it's so not it's not fun. that big um yeah i think like i don't know what it is personally obviously you know we don't know the girl but like it is weird like the change in personality between the seasons and how she how she yeah exactly like you said it perfectly like how she became like more like less fun like and like you know she's not getting that much screen time um not a lot's been happening with her honestly maybe that's on purpose but like it's like you know when it does happen like it's not that interesting to be honest with you um and it's not not a lot's happening with her um well one thing that happened today was she was talking with ian about her time on the amazing race and it was brought up ian this was so cool like a kind of inside behind the scenes info was ian was supposed to run the race with dan who i guess just didn't want to so they paired ian with frank and that would have been cool too but then they got cut and they didn't make it and he had mentioned like they were supposed to be like the light blue team or something like that and then uh, i can't remember who that exactly was but on the season that nicole and victor and Brittany and janelle and Rachel and her sister raced. It could have been Ian and Frank as one of the teams and they just got cut. And I was like, oh, that sucks. I understand like if the balance was, cause I need to rewatch that season. I can't even remember, but if they had, they had the three big brother teams. I think they had the three survivors teams and they might've had four uh, amazing race. And that makes sense. It is amazing race. So if they got eliminated, for another amazing race team to come back i understand that but it was like that would have been cool to see i think that would have been a really interesting duo especially because their first well honestly the only season they were supposed to they played together uh the season that ian won they started off on team boogie and were together and then ian saw he described this too earlier in that conversation that he saw like clearly those two 
were going to keep going and he needed to do something else, which ended up being Quack Pack. And that worked out for him, obviously. But he was with Frank and then turned against him. So it would be funny to see them, like, come together again because they yeah. would have mentioned that dynamic. Yeah, I know, for sure. Like, I feel like it could have, like, brought them, like, back together. Like, oh, yeah, like, I know I kind of, like, low-key screwed your friend over in the game and, you know, uh, we didn't, like... We, we, we like weren't on you know the same side always on the show but like hey like let's go travel the world and you know try and like win this cool show together right so on that note we're going to transition from the end of the evict janelle's eviction episode which it started the head of household competition and then they moved it to actually seeing it on tonight's episode as we record this on Sunday, August 30th. And uh, it was, they did two sets of, they had six players at a time, roll a ball up a ramp and then it went down a ramp. And at the very top, there were three holes and they needed to land them in the hole. And then the first three players would advance to the finals. So it was like, two sets of six and then one finale uh, of six players and then whoever was the first to sink three balls in that final match one. Right, yeah, no. I kind of saw it as like a little version of skee-ball, which I like. Um, It feel very like arcade looking. Um, Yeah, I know. It looked like a fun competition. Um... It, it was kind of frustrating because, like, you, like, you're watching everyone, like, try to throw the balls in and they get so close and you're like, damn it, just, like, one little angle more, like, a little more pressure, you know, on that one ball. But, yeah, no, it was, um, it was kind of intense, to be honest. Um, one thing that definitely stood out and it was kind of, it's kind of annoying to look back on, um, apparently after the comp, um, people were, like, talking about, like, um, Day cheering for Kaser, and so while I worked in the competition, we were, like, listening and stuff like that, and, like, I'm, like, okay, no, like, literally, Devon was cheering for everyone. Yeah, there's every single person, and obviously, it's no point, we might as well, if you're listening to this, there's a good chance you know a lot of this, and, well, uh, took all this way into the episode but let me just say thank you for listening of course we really appreciate it but yes uh, obviously Enzo does win this competition and we found out in a weird way in that like they start the competition and they're like come back Sunday to see who won but then you tune in the live feeds and you get to find out you just buy the talk in the house you understand and I remember we first turned it on like we saw a bunch of people sitting around and we're like, okay, nobody in this room. I don't think it would be. And then it cut to Enzo and Cody. And right before uh, you went to sleep, I was like, oh, Cody won again. And then it was like, no, it ended up actually being Enzo. Right. Yeah. That's super cool. And like, that's cool for him too, because like he's never won an HOH before. So like that was a really big first for him. And he really is like pulling out the comps this season. Yeah, so that gives him, he won Vito in week one, he won Safety in week two, and then this head of household for week four. 
So he has three wins, right? Yeah. So, uh, interestingly, uh, as far as the roll the ball challenge, uh, Kevin did, he advanced to the finale, uh, Kaser obviously advanced, David advanced, and during the second set of six, Cody and Memphis almost sunk their ball at the same time, and Cody just got it like, like a half second faster than Memphis. Yeah, no, it's funny. It feels like one of those like sports highlights where you have to go back and check like who got it in first because it really was like it's funny because they keep like going back and forth on their shots and it was like oh yeah he got it. Yeah, I got the indication that from their reaction that a producer came on overhead saying that they needed to go to look at the video because you have peer people say like Enzo he's like wow photo finish huh. And it's like they have to wait a second before they realize that it was Cody. And uh, Christmas has a little bit of a breakdown. She obviously wanted the the photos of her son. And, you know, everybody does. Uh, later on in the episode, Davon has the same thing. She might have even been triggered by Christmas, you know? Yeah, no, I definitely think so. I think that's easy to happen in the house. Like, when you're around these people for so, like, for a long period of time, like, your energies can easily, easily, like, clash and collide. Right. So, the interesting part, and we did kind of hear that this happened, but it's interesting to still see it play out. Kaser, almost right off the bat, he randomly, weirdly throws up two balls, and they both sink. So, he only needs one before, like, anybody else. Like, it's it's crazy how um, he nails it so fast, and, like, how everybody else starts to catch up and obviously eventually uh, Enzo wins. And a lot. Of, another one thing, like, it's interesting to see after the fact because you hear a lot of uh, Enzo, which I'll get to in a minute as far as, like, the live feed goes. But uh, obviously, like, Kaser looked real locked in and it looked like he was going to get it. He, get, he got him so fast and... It's it's just a shame because like he had so many chances at just getting that last one. He didn't get it, and he was so locked in. Uh, when you actually see it in the episode that aired tonight, like before it goes down, like he's like got the like eyebrow curl and stuff, and he's so locked in for this one. Yeah, I know you can just tell like he's like so motivated and so driven. Like he's going really fast, like back and forth, and shooting the balls up and down. Yeah. Yeah, both uh, they as far as like the diary room sessions, they focus on Tyler, Cody and Nicole all saying they feel unsafe. So that's interesting. And they're like, anybody but him, like, we can't have him win. He's so close to winning. And he really is. There's a couple shots they show, and they're, like, so slow. And what's crazy is, like, at the point where we're watching, this whole time we were talking about the competition that's been going on, he's had the two balls sunk. Enzo, at that point, only has one. And the way Enzo's throwing and he wins, he's throwing it up there so fast, like, a lot less careful than most people. He's really just, like, launching them up there. And, you know, he gets one. Uh, Cody almost comes close to winning, too. David almost comes close to winning. Uh, I think even Kevin came close to winning because it just goes to show, like, things could have been so 
shaken up had David or Kevin actually won this? Yeah, I know. It would have definitely been a completely different game for sure. Yeah. So uh, Enzo does win, which in turn led to him being a lot on the live feeds. And honestly, this is crazy. This is the first time this has happened. I usually joke a lot about sayings that are said a lot and they don't bother me. I actually have a lot of fun repeating them. But Enzo's really gotten to me on the live feeds this week, like to the point where I try to like turn away to hope there's another feed without him that he may be talking like important game stuff. But after a while, it's too much. He cannot go the conversation without saying his his go to catchphrases. That's it. It's over. Um, uh, it's, It's done. That's what I'm saying. And just nonstop over and over, like it really gets rough to listen to, especially as you have the live feeds on and you may be doing something else and you're just trying to listen in and that's all you're getting. It's yeah. it's really tough. Literally, like that's like fifty percent of what he says. Like he has to throw one of those phrases in there. Yeah, anytime anybody's talking to him at all and he's on the listening end, he can't help but say, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So there's this whole matter. And um, once the head of household is shown, the next point of matter as far as drama in the episode and drama for the week is the fact that Danny and Enzo threw these uh, rogue votes to save Janelle and only like two days before Danny approached Cody with the idea of do you want to throw some rogue votes to place them on other things and what's crazy is Danny does it even though Cody doesn't want to do it and he 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 could she could easily just admit to him yeah I did it I know you didn't want to but this could be good like let's stir up some drama instead she she denies to him yeah, which is kind of weird. Like, you think, like, oh, yeah, trust your alliance member. Like, what is he going to do? Like, get, like, that mad at you for doing that? Or, like, I feel like it'd be better to, you know, to honestly tell the truth. And I'd be, like, okay. Like, especially since he, like, he, like, automatically assumed it, too. And he, like, tries to confront her about it. And when she denies it, he's, like, he's even more sure that it's her. So, yeah. Yeah, for real. So I feel like she's played a really good game, but at at another point, like she's getting called out about it a lot when she's not in the room. Her own alliance has even been in conversations where she's like, she's everywhere. She's in every conversation and we got to watch her. She can't go with us too far. And she, in a weird way, she's playing a great game, but it's also like, very troubled and at some point she even without her needing like knowing it she probably needs to win a competition and make a move herself like right. we were talking earlier in the pod about the idea of like is this going to fall in order Kaser, and then some combination of david and kevin then what do you do i feel like she almost needs to in the next two weeks win and like strike do something way out there and not go after the whoever's remaining a david or a kevin right yeah no i honestly love to see that i think it'd be super cool as a fan to like watch and just like experience through the both the show and the live feeds 
Um, yeah, but it's, like, it's frustrating, too, because, like, you, like, if you did the right thing, like, you probably wouldn't be under all this suspicion and stuff like that. Um, and, like, everyone in the room right now, um, so it's Cody, Danny, Kevin, um, Christmas, and looks like Davon, I think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're in the photo room talking about the rogue votes, and David stumbles in, and, you know, he, like, has this, like, common, like, daze, kind of, like, what's going on type of thing, and it, like, annoys everyone, and, like, they're, like, hella, like, what the hell are you doing? Like, obviously it's you. Because he could easily just be, like, he doesn't have to make it hard, he could be, like, I voted to evict Janelle. But instead, he sits there with this look on his face and has everybody just staring at him. And he's, like, gazing back and, like, trying to game. But it just does nothing but make him look guilty. Yeah, and, like, I don't I know. know how he doesn't see that. I, he thinks he's coming off as, like, smooth and this game player. But it does nothing but make him look suspicious. Right, yeah, no. He says, uh, as a talking head, that, like, he doesn't want to be, like, manipulated. And he feels, like, caught off guard with everyone's staring at him like that but when that happens like that's not the right response that he's like just like not talking or like huh like what do you mean like who did i vote for and it's just like it seems like sus compared to like what it actually is him being confused and like trying to be like oh yeah like no i did this and it's just like honey like game better yeah and it it, there's this it's it's crazy almost like the staring contest between everybody and then at one point kevin can't help anymore he's like he he laughs out loud and is like okay i'm i'm done with this and it's like everybody else is still just staring over him and he's staring back and it was like man that would have been crazy to catch on the live feed yeah that would have been kind of weird to watch yeah so uh, as far as the remainder of the episode, it just has, uh, Enzo meeting with people. Who do you want to put up this and that and everything like that. I caught a lot of it on the live feeds and Kaser was a given, which is too bad because I caught the morning after this last Friday before nominations. I, I wasn't home just in time to see the Kaser head of household meeting with Enzo and he was saying all this interesting stuff about like I'm not coming after you like I appreciate your game you're you're going after uh you're playing you're playing the game I want to go after people that aren't playing the game so like you're safe as long as I'm here but instead he still nominates him and it's frustrating because obviously now the thing going around the house at least from Kaser's point of view is like these aren't Enzo's picks they're Cody's picks this is like Cody's head of household and you've got to if if that's what really Enzo wanted to do he should do it but when it comes off that way it's not good like it does seem like you're the puppet you know yeah and that's kind of frustrating to watch and, and personally be because like you know like you think you have this power and then you're kind of like Ooh, like, let me do this and do that. And I have, like, I control things. And no, it's like, it doesn't last that long. And, like, you do, like, care about, you know, other people's opinions and, like, how, like, the house goes. So, yeah. 
Well, uh, we're about the 50-minute mark, just a little over, so we don't have this much time left in this episode, but what I'd like to do uh, before we come back for the veto episode, we know a lot about the veto. We don't have time to get into that. There's uh, another social justice um, section of the episode that I'd really like to get into and spend some time with, so we'll come back for that. So. I figure in the next couple days here, we'll plan to come back for like a live feed finds type thing. And we'll, we just got to remember to cover this uh, yeah. social justice oh, thing because it's, it's definitely worth getting into and we don't have time in the remainder of this episode. So. Yeah. And it's not one of those things that should be rushed yes. or a last minute, like, Hey, let's add this on. Like right. genuinely, like it deserves airtime. Right. Right. And I did hear this whole conversation about exactly how the veto went down, which is interesting because it's the next episode that will air Wednesday. So we're waiting for that to play out, yet I pretty much know the play-by-play on it, uh, which was interesting. I heard about that. So we might get into that a little. We'll see. But when it comes down to nominations for this episode, uh, Enzo does end up putting up both... uh, Oh, actually, let me say this right first. They do the have-nots... And Enzo gives his to Tyler, but Ian tried to take it and everybody was like, no, because they want it to be like evenly distributed and people who haven't done it. So the next person up, yeah, so it's Tyler takes it from Enzo and then Cody gives it to Davon, and she doesn't want to do it, but she's one of the last people that haven't done it, so it, it all makes sense. And then the interesting one is Danny uh, gets it from Bailey, and Danny makes this comment of like, "I'm coming after you," and Bailey's like, "Well, don't miss." <laughs> yeah, I know that's like a little like fun banter in a way, like half-heartedly, like. Oh, I'm going to get you, obviously, half not. Like, you know, like, it probably is. Like, they know it's going to be shown, so. Right. And then Cody runs over and gives a big hug to Davon, so that's cool to see. But, like I said, in the end, the nominees are Kaser and Kevin. Uh, Kaser pretty much knew he was hopeful that he got through to him, but uh, he expected to be put up, but still, he's unhappy to see it. And then Kevin's put up, and he's like really distraught and he's like why do they keep doing this to me and like i'm not a pawn but he is and another thing we talked off wax was like as much like as he's like proving himself playing the competitions the fact is he's not in with these alliances and that's what it is at the end of the day he's just not in with the group so he is an easy person to throw up and sadly it doesn't matter how much he wins he's not with the groups so he can go up yeah, same with Kaser. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, that's where we leave this episode. Like I said, we do know more as far as like what we've seen on the live feeds. And I got a whole description uh, from all the contestants on how the veto went. And we'll see that on Wednesday, but uh, uh, probably get into a little teaser of that. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, we're definitely going to come back, talk a little live feeds, talk a little bit about all the other stuff we, we mentioned. So... Uh, but yeah, anything. We got a few more minutes if there's anything you remember that you want to sneak into this episode, but we should move towards wrapping it up. Yeah, no. Um, I don't have anything else uh, for the moment, but I hope you guys enjoyed listening. 
Yep. Thank you so much for listening. Ready to get out of here? Yep, let's do it. All right. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, E-Society.